Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode seven of Our Weird Life. My name is Jack. My name is Jodie. And it's another hot roasting day in Japan. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling, Joe? Good. Apart from my jaw is killing me. <laughs> What's up with it? So when you wear a mask, which we have to do a lot now, like every time we go in the shop, um, I seem to push my jaw down. Like, so I walk around with my mouth open behind my mask to, because the masks are always too big for me. So I like push my mask down with my jaw. And then when I take it off, my jaw is like killing me. Yeah, I do a similar thing. So I literally look like, <laughs> like I walk around like that. And then, um, and then it kills afterwards. And I, I can't not do it. Because when I look down, the mask goes into my eyes. So instead of pulling it down with my hands or, I don't know, getting a mask that fits me, I pull it down with my chin. Well, they're always too big for us, aren't they? Yeah. So you're having to adjust the mask with your mouth because you shouldn't really be touching the mask. That kind of defeats the point of the... But I think it's know. just like a natural reaction. Well, to it, like it doesn't feel very nice to have that connected to your face yeah. anyway, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> So now you've got the jaw ache. So now I've got jaw ache. And it made me think of something. What's that? Do camels get jaw ache? Camels? Camels, cows, anything that has to like... Because they don't chew grass like normal, do they? They don't just up and down it. They go like that. Side to side. Side like to side growing. in a circle, yeah. Oh, that feels really weird to do. Yeah. Do you think they get jaw ache? I don't think and so. And do you think they swap? So say if they go in a motion towards the right, <laughs> like circular motions to the right, mm. chomp in. Do you think they swap occasionally and go to the left? I think I would if I was a cow. Like I've been going clockwise all day. <laughs> or do you think they go one then the other, one then the other? Oh, isn't that difficult though? That's like a dance with your jaw. Yeah. Like round to the right. I reckon they the would because when they run, mm. they don't always go, they run with the... Same foot forward, do they? Or do they? You, oh, yeah, they must do. I would think so. But why camels anyway? I can understand cows because they chew grass, but why camels? Camels do as well, don't they? And like llamas and... Wait, what do camels eat? Straw. Where'd they get straw from in the desert? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely don't eat sand. <laughs> I know, but what do they eat? Would they eat, like, little bugs and stuff? Probably. Would they? I can honestly say I've never seen it. They eat grain. Like, they can get grain in in Egypt, can't they, or wherever. If someone Africa. feeds it to them. Yeah, I mean... Are they wild camels? I know they have the hump so they can retain water. Yeah. But how much food do they need? Because you can't stop a cow or a sheep, like... Eating grass, they're just non-stop all day. I've honestly never thought about what a camel eats. But... I think as long as they've got water, they're good. You yeah. know, food is like a bonus. I heard something the other day about, is it alligators or crocodiles? Someone said that, or suggested that they just don't, they can survive without eating for that was me. massive periods. That was you. I told you about a year ago. I watched a documentary about it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they go for... Oh. I can't remember now. I heard like a year. A oh, yeah, a year, yeah. It is a year. They, they, I can't remember if it's alligators or crocodiles. 
they'll like kill a water buffalo or something and mm. that'll last them a year because they they move so slowly so they don't need a lot of energy so they just digest it real slow yeah and that whole thing will last them like a year a snake must be in a similar situation to that i don't know what i don't know how often snakes eat but well they eat massive things and then they digest those really slowly too don't they yeah but do they because whenever you i don't know because i know people that have snakes and they have a lot of mice in the freezer (laughs) 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 they wouldn't have like 10 mice if they only needed one a year (laughs) that's a good point there'd be no point keeping that many that's why i couldn't have a snake I think they're cool, but I couldn't feed it a, a mouse. Even though the mice are bred for them to eat, same as meat is bred for us to eat. Yeah. Like some meats, obviously, but I don't think I, I don't think I could do that. That would be weird, wouldn't it? Putting yeah. a little little furry dude into the cage and that's why it. I've got a tortoise. Just leaves all the way, man. Yeah. <laughs> leaves and don't feed it lettuce. It'll get diarrhea. Iceberg lettuce. It's too much water in there. <laughs> <laughs> Your tortoise will get diarrhea. <laughs> but he's really cute. And he has one strawberry a year. That's yeah. his Christmas present. That's like that's like cocaine for a minute. He goes crazy when he Bananas. Gets... Bananas. Fruit. Oh, my God. He loves bananas. If he sees me eating a banana, mm. he'll bang on the cage. With his shell. Like, oi. Oi, give me that banana. Where's my banana? <laughs> yeah, he's lovely. He's very clever. Just think his brain is like so small. His gene pool is many thousands of years old. He's like some kind of ancient I love god. Him. I love him. Hey, do you want to own a dinosaur? Yeah, okay. There you go. I've got a dinosaur as a pet. Yeah, you do. That's how I think of him. It's the same with like with like an alligator or a crocodile. They like dinosaurs. They are exactly well. I mean, they're from, they've survived for years. Yeah. And uh, still survive today. Mm. We've got another spider friend on our porch. Yeah, I noticed. He doesn't look as enormous as the one before, though. No. But that, that's how they all start, isn't it? They fool you. Well, I don't know. It's when they get preggers that they get huge. Preggers. Did you did you see that massive cricket on the door yet last night? I did. I was tempted to name him, but I didn't. Simon. Simon. Oh, we've got a new cactus. We have. It's uh, it's called the moon cactus because. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Hmm. The color of the. I think is that the flower at the top. I Be- don't know. Because it's got a dark green body, which mm. is what typically looks like a cactus. And then on top of that, you've got another spiky head <laughs> that's a, like a reddy pinky colour, isn't it? He looks like a bulbasaur. It does, actually. His little thing on his back of his... It looks exactly but the it's same. bright orangey-red. Yeah. Like the sun. But I'm quite excited for that to grow mm. bigger or get extensions. Yeah. We called him Simon because I tried to win this small hamster mm. toy from a claw machine. Stop me, somebody stop me. (laughs) (laughs) I've got plenty. Um, But I was unsuccessful. But I thought if I named him Mm. before he came out of the machine, I would win him. It's like that thing, oh, I've named it now, so I have to take it. Yeah. 
but I didn't win it and I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna go and change in another thousand yen to get more change that was my last hundred yen so Simon stayed in the machine we went and got a cactus and named it Simon 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 San Simon San <laughs> Chan Chan because he's cute he's a baby oh that's true in Japanese you always add a little suffix to the end of the name to signify uh, it's to do with being an adult or a kid Male, or female. some kind of hierarchy. Yeah. The same way that you say blah blah sensei at the end. Mm. Um, anyway, what do you think of my what do you think of my shirt? I mean, you look very jazzy. I am sat before thee, <laughs> rocking my. I would. I can't call it Hawaiian. It's, it's like, not Hawaiian. It's Western. It's Western, yeah. And it's covered in cacti. And I said that like it was a bad thing. It's just covered in cacti. And what looks like the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And horses. And it's... Or it's, horse-eye, for plural. The main colour is black, and then it has a green and brown and dusty sort of colours. And yeah. there's a moon on there, too. We have a lot of horse rear ends on it, too. Mm-hmm. But it's <laughs> fine. Horse. This is yeah, the most exotic I've ever looked in my life. Do you know that? I know. Yeah. I feel like it's bringing out a new side to you. And me. I'm, I've, over the years, mm. I've slowly incorporated more colours and even hats. Jack and I used to wear hats, but he looks so good in them. Thank you. So I've had to incorporate these things slowly into Jack's wardrobe. Well, my go-to choice was only ever black mm. to match my soul. Which is perfectly fine, <laughs> but I feel like... <laughs> I feel like you wanted to dress more. Like, you was always be like, oh, I don't know what to buy. Well, what would usually happen was I would I would see other guys who I might look up to or, you know, think, oh, they look pretty good. But it would always be in something that was a little more exciting. Fashion than Yeah, fashionable, based. that's a thing, really, yeah. than what I was wearing. Yeah. But I never really had the confidence to be like, oh, I can... I can pull that off because I just felt like an idiot. That's the thing, confidence. Mm. You know, no no one will care if you walk around like you're owning that. This belongs to me, it's mine. Well, the weirdest thing is that this is this is stage five or stage four of a progression that's happened because obviously I wouldn't have worn this from, from you know, years ago. No. I would have felt too self-conscious. Yeah, now, this is a gradual thing, yeah. I don't care. I'm also at the age... Where I don't care as well. Mm. So it really suits you. Like I, I saw this shirt yesterday. I said to Jack, I really like that print. I said you should, um, you should get it. And to my surprise, he tried it on, and he looked. He was like, "Oh yeah, I quite like it." I was like, "Oh my god, is he gonna buy it?" And then um, he did. Well, it was the weirdest thing because at first I couldn't tell if you were joking because you had a little bit of a smirk in your face too, and I was like. <laughs> Are you having me on? You're trying to get me to try this thing on and I'm going to look like a, a tent or a clown or something. This is when I tell you or a that... a clown tent. It was all a prank. Yeah. You look <laughs> ridiculous. No, I, I wouldn't. I think I was smiling because you... I, I thought you were going to say, <laughs> don't be stupid. No way. No way. And you, and you said, oh, yeah, I like that. And so I was smiling at the anticipation of you perhaps buying it. And then you took that for me being like oh god you're having me on aren't you i was like no 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 don't backtrack <laughs> i swear 
There we go. Shocked you. It really suits you. But I've got to say, it's really comfortable and it's light. Mm. It's not sticking to me like my clothes usually do. Yeah, it looks really nice. Thank you. It's all about that confidence, you know. It is. Because when you wear something that's a bit out of your comfort zone, mm. you feel like the world is watching you. Yeah, and like, people will... Look at that idiot over there. They will look at you because they'll say like, oh, that's a nice outfit or, you know, or they'll be like... I don't know. They don't. They don't. They don't look at you for a negative reason. Usually, they're not going to look at you and be like, "Oh, he looks ridiculous." It's always going to be like, "I wish I could wear something like that," or "That looks cool," or or even most of the time, they just wouldn't even care. They just don't care. Yeah. You imagine the amount of times that you've seen. Funny enough, yesterday, in the same place where we got this, mm. a guy walked in. I'm not kidding you. He was extreme. The yeah. stuff he was wearing, every piece of his outfit that he had on didn't match with any other piece. Mm. And he looked, well, I didn't really think twice about it, to be honest. I saw him, I thought, oh, good for you. you exactly. Know, you you're, not, you're not going to be like... But again, who cares? Like, what's his purpose? Probably yeah. to a, a draw attention to himself. Probably. That's what he got. Everyone looks at him because he's wearing every print under the sun. He's not wearing it because he thinks it matches. Well, it worked. I looked at him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's just um, like over the years, people will either compliment your outfit or they won't say anything. Mm. Generally, people aren't going to go, you look ridiculous. No, very, very rarely. You know, unless they're like trying to make you feel bad. And in that case, who are they? <laughs> Why are yeah. they your friend? <laughs> very nasty people. That's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But no, it's, um, it's nice to wear something that's a little more different, more unusual. I must have been in that frame of mind yesterday because the things I was looking at, I would pick up something that was just plain or what I would usually wear. I was like, no, 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 put it back. I was looking at hoodies that were vibrant orange. <laughs> oh, yeah. Desperate to wear something that was a bit more colourful. That's nice, though. I think I, I've recently changed my style a little bit, too. Yeah. Um. But I think it's fun. I think that you should. I I read somewhere that every three years your personality changes. I think that's or definitely like, true. And if you look back at pictures like three years ago, you will have changed a lot. Even if it's like your hair or your style or something that you used to like that you don't like anymore, it always changes. So they always say like every three years you should you should look at your clothes and be like have I worn this in three years and if not then donate it or you know I can definitely I definitely agree with that being the case because in several different reasons with the clothes um now obviously I look for something that's a bit more interesting or different whereas I never would before I'd feel too self-conscious but if I think about music Mm. I used to all I would ever listen to was heavy metal, really yeah. just aggressive music all the time. And that's probably because I was playing guitar more often or that style of guitar more often. Yeah. That was what I was immersed in all the time, playing in a band and stuff. But now, it just doesn't float my boat quite the same way. And when I listen to it, the old stuff I listen to still gives me the same feeling, like nostalgia. But when I listen to new versions of the same style, my brain kind of goes, mm. it doesn't spark the same way. I think that's partly because it's changed. Like, 
I, I showed you yesterday, I found all this new music that had come out recently from artists that you like. But the only ones that stood out to you were the ones that had changed their style slightly. <laughs> like it was more interesting. They were the ones who were taking the risks. Yeah, yeah. and like doing something different and that was more interesting. And bands, they especially get a lot of criticism mm. when they change avenues or change direction. But I think you come to appreciate that you can see why. Yeah. You know, they get stuck in a rut or they get boxed in a certain position. Yeah. And sometimes from that position, there's no way out and they yeah. won't ever move away unless they do it quickly. I think bands should always be continuously changing. It's like when a writer writes a new book you're still a fan of that person and you're still going to buy the book but it's going to be a different story yeah and i think that each album should be like that like tell a different story because then you're going to gain new fans people that weren't necessarily like into that style of music but and i think it keeps it fresh for the artist too but if you're like i have to please somebody i've got to write it in this exact same style again Okay, it might sell, but how exciting is that? Not yeah, very. and for you, for progression as well. Yeah. You've got to keep playing this style of music or or write in a particular way or make films in a certain way. Mm. You're going to get sick of that. Yeah. You're not doing what you want to do and placating what you think other people want you to do. That, yeah. That's never going to work. Mm. And also as well, some of the biggest risks that have happened in, let's just say, films. Do you remember just before Heath Ledger was cast as Joker? Yeah. He was being really heavy, heavily criticised mm. because no one could have imagined him doing anything other than something that involved romance or just a totally different genre. Yeah. But he played the role, took the risk, and it's one of the most defining characters that mm. an actor has, has done in, in modern film i think you need to just as a human i think you need to change i think that's what makes life exciting and i think that people who are in the public eye they get stuck in these personas that they have to adhere to you know like look at um adam sandler same thing like when he did that uncut gems like, yeah you're right and it almost had more of a buzz about it because it was like oh Adam Sanders playing this serious gangster role, like, what is this? And it had all this, like, buzz around it because of that. Yeah. Um, same with Jim Carrey, like, when he went and did the more serious films and stuff. I'm sure that was more rewarding for him as an actor to be able to test himself and be like, okay, I'm not stuck in this same role that people just expect me to be in. Well, the let's say Jim Carrey, the, his personality had become a caricature. Yeah. People expected him to act in a certain way. I think that must be exhausting. You know, mm. you go into a room of strangers, let's say you go for an interview or something, and you walk in and they're all looking at you like, like yeah. wide grins going, go on, do it. Yeah. Like, like bounce, start bouncing off the walls. And he's going, I've got a headache. Yeah. Just just leave me alone. I'm or, just a human. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just normal. Yeah. Or I've had a really rubbish week. Mm. You can see how how much it affects them it's like being a clown hmm. you know it's like everyone just expects you to have that already switched on yeah i'm ready to go all the time yeah but you know it's like you've created that persona he created that to become 
well known and to have something different to everybody else you know and it's almost like you probably end up kicking yourself for doing it in the first place because now you're like oh that's all I can be seen as now it's true they end up creating monsters yeah that become so much bigger than themselves they're no longer in control and yet they have to keep displaying it because that's what their brand is that's what their act is or I really have respect for artists that change just for them they just do it for them like look at Miley Cyrus like you know I was watching the the other day when she was on the podcast with Joe Rogan and yeah it's just like really like to break away from something so like I'm gonna be totally different like the complete opposite to what people know me as that's really risky like you say and then even now she's writing music for her like she's not writing you know she started writing more music that's just what she wants and what she feels and but you've already got that fan base there that's going to follow you follow you either way but i still think it's really bold to do it is it takes real balls to do something like that because the amount of people that would try and deter you from doing that mm. from taking a different path and also again the risk is high it could you could fall on your face doing it. It could not work at all. But also I think if you're willing to take a risk in the first place and you carry something out and it doesn't succeed, then you'll do it again. You'll take another risk and you'll try something else and eventually it'll land, whatever it might be. But yeah. it definitely makes for a more exciting, rewarding outcome, mm. I think. People really interest me, I think behaviors of people and why they do certain things or act a certain way it really interests me it's very fascinating and funny enough the thing that i want to mention to you is related to people's behaviors okay so earlier on this week i was in the middle of teaching a class and i looked over and i saw a kid i couldn't quite tell what he was doing because his desk was blocking a bit of the view i noticed his hand would go under the desk oh no and he'd feel around for a bit or there's a bit of commotion going on and then he'd bring his hand back up and he'd put something into his mouth and start chewing he didn't have a mask on uh, no he didn't actually oh. very naughty boy <laughs> and I was like it, it really threw my concentration and I noticed as I moved to the side he was picking a scab <laughs> uh, no he wasn't <laughs> he was picking this massive scab on his oh, knee Jack. Flake by flake. <laughs> oh my gosh. I thought you were going to say he's like eating little crackers or something, like little snack. No, he was chewing it by like beef jerky. That's disgusting. <laughs> it made me feel so. It was just before lunch as well. And I was like, that was absolutely. Whoa, I can hand on my heart say I've never eaten a scab. That would never even enter my mind to eat a scab. Kids are weird, man. I've seen I've seen Adults them do strange too, things, know. but seeing that it's actually shocked me. You know, you you see like kids pick their nose and shove it in the mouth every now and again, every now and again, and that's pretty disgusting. But the scab thing, I don't know why that that really made my my gorge rise a little bit. What did you do? Did you frown at him? I, my eyes must have been so wide. What did he, What did he do? Did he just carry on? No, he stopped after a while because. Something happened in the class that made everyone stand up or, you know, do something else other yeah. than work from... He was in the seat position. Ew. 
I was just staring at him, like, thinking, what? <laughs> and he was having a great time. Must have yeah, tasted marvellous to him, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Picking on his big old niece cab. <laughs> Ew, do I know the kid? I'm not, yeah, well, I mean, probably, but I can't. I can't actually remember which specific kid it was. <sighs> but it was um, not very nice. That is just so weird. Have you ever seen someone do something like that where they, they don't know that they're being watched? Absolutely. And they do something. What, what have you seen? My favourite one I ever saw in my life. It's one of my favourite stories and one of my fa- Just I just love it. Every time I think about it, it makes me smile. But uh, me, my mum and my brother were in the car... And it had been snowing in the morning. This was obviously back in England. It had been snowing and, you know, people get lazy and they just don't take the snow off the car. And um, we stopped at these traffic lights. (laughs) And the guy in the car next to us, he just caught my eye and um, he wound his window down and grabbed a piece of snow off the wing mirror. Then he did the window up as if he would be invisible if he did the window up. And then he ate the snow. <laughs> what? Yeah. Off the, and then... Like a snow sandwich. I, c- I couldn't stop laughing. Just the thought, like, this is so weird. And he looked straight forward the whole time, like, as if just in case we saw him. And he was looking straight forward. And he, like, slowly brought it up to his mouth and was like... <laughs> it was so <laughs> freaky. <laughs> And then I told Ben and my mum, because I, I couldn't stop laughing, they were like, what are you laughing at, what are you laughing at? So I told them, and I was sitting in the back, and they were sitting in the front, so they looked over at him, and he did it again. The window came down, he put his hand out, grabbed some snow from the wind mirror, put the window up with the snow still in his hand, and then slowly brought the snow up to his mouth and put it in his mouth, and... My brother and me, we could not stop laughing. <laughs> it's just so weird. Like, dude. You're not kidding. What are you doing? Just get some water. Are you that thirsty? <laughs> like, on a regular day, you wouldn't have snow on your wing mirror. So, what do you do on a regular day? <laughs> that's why he was partaking in the snow. It's not every day you can, you can do that. Oh, it's just so funny. Do you reckon it was yellow snow? No. Not on the window. But then, you know, birds and everything, like... Exactly. Beware, yellow snow. That's why I said not kids are weird, adults are weird too. They are. Adults do weird things too. They really do. It's like that thing, you know, when you're by yourself and you interview yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't done that in a while, actually, but... No, maybe that's an age thing as well, I don't know. I haven't done that in a while. No, I reckon everyone does that. I might try it tomorrow, have a go. It's been a while since <laughs> I've spoken to myself. <laughs> I reckon everyone does that. I actually do it more here because I think, well, people can't understand me, mostly. Hmm. And I'll just do it in the shop. i start talking to myself. Yeah. Well, people stare anyway, so you're not exactly <laughs> going to draw any more attention to yourself by talking to yourself, are you? That's true. It's what funny, we- the... Sorry to interrupt you. The other day, I realised that I was talking to myself behind my mask. Yeah. In the middle of a class. There's That's another funny. teacher teaching the class and I'm stood there going, <laughs> like, I'm literally speaking to myself. There's something to do with 
a Japanese thing. I was trying to work out like a sentence or a word or yeah, and I was saying it out loud to myself, obviously in a whispered mm. form. But when I clocked onto a kid watching me as I was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you think that you'd just zoned out? Yeah, totally. I totally, yeah. I wasn't even in the room anymore. Yeah. So much so that when it came, I was back there again. <laughs> I was like, what a weirdo. <laughs> I, I was going to say... Um, and there's me criticising a little kid for eating his scab. No, Jack, that's very different. Yeah. I think the majority of people talk to themselves. I think so. I don't think the majority of people eat their own scabs. No. I wonder how many people out there are like, no, I like it. Uh, I've done it for 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) Never done me any harm. I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't do you any harm, but it's just strange. Mm. In other news, how about David Blaine floating across the sky? Yeah, it was incredible. We stayed up till 2am to watch it because that was when it aired in Japan. I suffered for that though. I was tired. I know, we suffered for like three days. Yeah. I can't go to bed at 2am anymore. It was worth it though, pretty cool. Yeah. I've got to say. Do you think that's it then for us? (laughs) What do you mean life? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean getting, going to bed, like we go to bed at 10 now. Mm. That's it. We go to bed at 10. I think once every now and again, we'll be able to um, deal, handle just about with a a really late night, but otherwise, yeah, that's it. Well, during the uh, not being able to go out stage, one of our friends left Japan and we had him round the house and had like a disco, <laughs> disco, disco yeah. in our living room. And we were probably up till 5am or something. It was a a long old night. I couldn't move the next day and it just completely messed me up for like three days. Yeah, if you are in your early to (laughs) mid-twenties, you make the most of that ability to stay up late because it ain't going to last very long. But I I think that people try and fight it because one of my friends... He's going out at the moment a lot and staying out till like 6am or something. So I, I tried to fight the the thing of staying awake till late at night. I tried yeah. to fight that for a long time and I just can't. I just cannot do it anymore. I just feel better if I go to bed at a decent time. <laughs> but I can also wake up earlier too. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's magic, isn't it? It is. So, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Green tree frogs, they they make a nest in in the tree above a rice paddy, and the eggs are in the tree, and then eventually they fall from the tree when it rains. I guess it becomes like typhoon season or something when the summer's ending or whatever, and then they they are little tadpoles in the rice paddy, and then in the summer evenings. You might have noticed when it rains, the frogs, for whatever reason, all these little tiny baby frogs jump into the road. They are everywhere. And I don't, I don't, I've already mentioned this. I feel like I might have already mentioned it. But often I drive back quite late from work and 
I am avoiding. I am frog dodging. There are these <laughs> tiny, tiny little frogs. They're jumping all over the road. The other day when I was driving home, I was crying because I just knew there was nothing I could do about it. I either sat still until the morning <laughs> or I drove home. And it didn't matter if I avoided it, I'd, hit, I'd squish another one, a different one. And this happened last night when we were driving home. Mm. And it stressed me out. But I wasn't driving, Jack was driving. Well, I don't think you were as bad last night. I know before you've been quite upset by it. There wasn't as many. No. There wasn't as many, but there was there were quite a lot still. A few months back there were there was hundreds, aren't there? They're but all over the place. It like hurts my brain. Well, I don't know how to ex- describe it. Like my head feels tight. Like because you know that you're flattening hundreds of amphibians as you as you're rolling down the road. I hope it's not hundreds, but like my my head, I feel like pressure because we were listening to a podcast at the same time, and I said to you, I was like, I'm so, totally so I missed that last whole minute because I was concentrated on the frogs. <laughs> like my head is like, ow. You doing a frog tally as you go? <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone. I just and they're so small too. You just don't know. They might have jumped out of the way. But or, they're impossible to avoid. They really oh, I know, are. Yeah. They're all and over also, the place. you can't tell if it's a frog or not. It just looks like a little tiny white speck in the road. They're, yeah. they're like probably two centimeters big. So you, you can barely see them until you see them jump. And then you're like, oh, that was a frog. Well, I almost flattened that cat as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so about, well, I don't know, a year and a half ago, Jack may or may not have hit a cat. But it wasn't like full on and you and you weren't going that fast and you just heard like a slight bonk. So we got out of the car and like looked everywhere for this cat and we couldn't see it. Um so but it was ginger. We remembered that it was ginger. I think if I if I did hit it, I clipped it slightly. Yeah. But the the smallest amount. But there was nothing there when we got out of the car and had a no. look around and So yesterday we were driving along and I saw the two, like the cat size. You couldn't see the cat at all because there's no street lamps around here in the countryside or very, very few. And you just couldn't see the cat at all. I could just see the two eyes. I, I didn't like, even register. Until I was you like, said. what's that? What's that? What's that? And you didn't see it at all. And then uh, you braked and it was a ginger cat in the same area that the, that one was from couple of years ago last year i'm hoping it was the same one because that can i can put my mind to rest that i didn't kill the damn thing last it time it looked like the same one and it was in the same area yeah. and i i've never seen another ginger cat have you ever seen another ginger cat not that i can recall but at least you saw it and we didn't yeah we didn't hit it no unlike all those frogs that we massacred <laughs> god there's so many frogs lives that are just what would you do? What can you do? You can't. You and they're everywhere. They jump on your car and everything. And you can hear them at night, usually. What are they doing, though? Stay in the paddock. It's like when it rains. I don't know if the road cools down enough for them to move around or they just get confused because there's water everywhere and they think the whole world is their pond. Well, it's maybe because it's nice and flat. They can just hop along without any restrictions. Where they're going? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're following the road sign. What's wrong with the rice paddy? Are they looking for a tree, do you think? Well, you get, you get bored staying in the same place all the time, don't you? Maybe they're just off on a holiday. 
How long do baby ducklings follow their mum for? I don't imagine it's very long because they grow really quickly. Do they? Yeah. Do you know that as a fact? No. I'm just guessing. I'm going to Google it. I, I would, I'd think... I'm imagining that they grow fast. Let's just think of a dog. You know, every time, on a daily basis, you see a puppy and it changes. Yeah, It grows so fast. So something that's slightly smaller, I imagine, would... Its lifespan is less, so it would progress faster. Okay, yeah. So, what's your guess? I reckon... A month. Wow. How close am I? One and a half months to two months. Ooh, that was pretty good. I mean, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good guess. Yeah. Yeah, two months. Two months, and then... flying away to make their own way. Before flying the nest. Yeah. This is a stupid question. Do ducks have nests? I think, yeah, they do. Right. They've got to put the eggs somewhere, don't they? The other thing I found out the other day, very interesting... Go on. So one of our teachers that we work with, he told me that he has a pet salamander. Does he? Because he told me that he made like a winter stew. And I said, why did you make a winter stew in the summer? Is it not too hot? And he said, well, he has the cold aircon on in his lounge all the time. And I was like, well, why do you do that? And then wear blankets and make a winter stew. Because he was cold. He said he was cold. I was like, right. how are you cold? I was so confused. And he said, well, because of my pet. I need it to be cold. I said, well, what's your pet? And he said, salamander. Wow. I said, oh, you've got a pet salamander? He said, yeah. And I was like, oh. I said, um, so how long do you have to keep your aircon on for? They're like, I imagine they don't live very long. And he said, uh, oh, guess. How long do you think they live? Very small. Don't know. Three years? 20 years. I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. I'm going to 20 it. years? That's what he said. A little thing like that. If I think about it from the perspective of your tortoise, he's going to probably outlive us, yeah. and he's very small. Oh, the longest living salamander is 200 years old. What? That's it. That, maybe he said 200 years. The salamander has a maximum life span. Spas. <laughs> <laughs> The salamander has a maximum lifespan of over 100 years. That is ridiculous. So a pet says 6 to 10 plus years with proper care. So that's the pet you want then? You want a salamander? I don't really, though. Not, not if they're, they're grow. pretty cute. Have you seen the giant ones? Well, you wouldn't get a giant salamander, well, would wouldn't you? Wouldn't they just grow, though? Well, oh, there's loads of different species. You get one which stayed at a relatively manageable size. Tiger salamander, marbled salamander, fire salamander, blue spotted salamander, California tiger, black salamander. I think that's one that is common here. Mm. Jefferson salamander, Japanese giant salamander, green seal salamander, garden slender salamander, Texas blind salamander. That's a lot. There are some names, aren't they? No. Imagine being called... The fire salamander. That one's cool. The Texas blind one. What a name. Oh, yes, I am the Texas blind salamander. I wish as humans we got classified in that kind of way. Yeah. We had, like, elements attached to us. 
I am a fire human. Well, I found out the other day, you know how they have mountain day? Yeah. And sea day and appreciation of the elderly day. Hmm. So I asked, I asked somebody why they have those days and how long they go back and like if it, if it was like a tradition or something or it's connected to something and they were like, oh no, they're just, they're recent holidays. Huh. And I was like, well, why do you have mountain day? And they were like, don't know. <laughs> and one of them said she walked up a mountain on mountain day. And I was like, oh, is that because it was mountain day? And she said no, just because she wanted to. It was nothing to do with mountains. Oh, strange coincidence. So I said, why, why do you have holidays? And she said, oh, because the government wanted more holidays. So they had to name a day where so people could like, have it yeah. all. So they're like, oh, let's have mountain day. Because it's like a random Monday, isn't it? Yeah. And we have bank holiday Mondays and... Like Christian celebration Yeah, Christian days celebration days. So maybe they like saw that and were like, oh, we should have a few Mondays off. <laughs> Let's call it Mountain Day. <laughs> Mountain Day. Isn't it funny the silly things we have in place that don't really have much meaning at all? They just are. Like Pancake Day. Like Pancake That's just an excuse for people to eat pancakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It used to have a meaning, like it used to be important, but now it's just... Well, you'd use up all your, your stuff before Lent, wouldn't you, before you yeah. fast? When I when I told the kids about Pancake Day, they were like, what? <laughs> Holo- you, you just have a holiday where you eat pancakes? I was like, yeah. Yep. Welcome to the West. <laughs> <laughs> we just eat bad stuff. Pancakes are really popular here too. You watch. A few years' time, mm. Japan will have adopted the Pancake Day. Well, actually, one of them said, like, we should do Pancake Day in this school next year. And I, I really they hope they do. Yeah. But Japanese pancakes are just something else. They're fantastic. Well, that's the thing. If they did have Pancake Day, they'd be able to make damn Incredible. good pancakes. Yeah. And the to go with it. and stuff. Oh, and the, they do these cre- crepes, crepes, whatever you want to call them, yeah. in, uh, in Harajuku and various places they'll sell them, but... Harajuku, I think, is where it might have got popular. And they have, oh, so many good flavours inside. Like banana and cream and custard and chocolate. (laughs) Strawberries. (laughs) You can have whatever you want. They even do savoury ones with, like, tuna and lettuce, which I think is a bit strange. But you can have whatever you want in there. And they'll have, like, 60 different or, like, 100 different flavours even. They are one of the, definitely one of the, the leaders of the pancake race, I reckon. Oh, it's so good. Like, do you remember that day we went snowboarding? And it obviously it's cold, but you're just tired and you're hungry after you finish snowboarding. And we got we got a crepe then. Yeah, that was a good we got day. Like a custard and cream. That was a good end. Oh, it's so good. To a to a great day. Anyway, on that note, I'm starving. Me too. Let's go get some we only food. Had soup for lunch. Just a bit of soup. Thank you for listening to this podcast and if you've been following us for the past few episodes, we appreciate your attendance and you listening to us. If you could subscribe and follow and like all of our all of the avenues that we produce our podcast, we really appreciate it. You can listen to our weird life on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and various other places. Yep. I'll speak to you very soon. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Farewell. Bye.